Welcome to Talk Tennis, a podcast created specifically for you, the tennis fanatic. Join us each week as we work to elevate your game both on and off the court. We will deliver fresh episodes to keep you up to date with tennis trends and technologies, as well as exclusive interviews with industry experts, current and former pros, and so much more. Here's your host, Michelle. Welcome to Talk Tennis. This is one of the first episodes of 2022. Thanks for joining me, Troy. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Michelle. We are still navigating a bit of a move and new setup with the podcast, so bear with us as we're getting everything dialed in, but hoping to have a better video and audio and everything quality in 2022, and this is just a step in the right direction, so um, thanks the back, for you. The background looks good for you. I will say thanks for bearing with us through all of the rough transition episodes i know there's been some where people are like that video is so bad or the audio is bad or the internet's bad we know <laughs> but we're getting there we're getting there so uh 2022 step in the right direction do you feel a little bit like lost without the tennis balls on the wall i really know? i do i'm <laughs> <laughs> i got outvoted for anyone listening there might be a shout out to the ball wall but the ball wall is gone <laughs> Someone's dog is enjoying the ball wall balls, right? This <laughs> probably mine. <laughs> now I'm a little sad, but this is a very beautiful background, and we'll work on getting it a little more Tennessee. We'll see. Stay tuned. Keep watching. <laughs> Maybe some neon beer signs or something. Something. Yeah. <laughs> we should get one of those like fixer upper people to come in and like give us a renovation. <laughs> well, this is a renovation, but <laughs> anyways, um, how's your 2022 going so far? So far, so good. Nice. We got, we finally got some live tennis on TV that I'm, you know, watching at home at, at, during the nighttime because over in Australia, it's like throughout the middle of the night. So I'll like wake up and see a match on TV and find it hard to go back to sleep. But, you know, it, I'm, yeah. glad that, I'm glad that the pro tennis tour is back on schedule. Right. Somewhere. Yeah. It's like the warm up tournaments. We're recording this before Australian Open has started. It's definitely getting to that time of the year. I am still struggling with my my cable provider not offering the tennis channel. So wow. I'm going to have to figure that out for Australian Open unless you're it's gonna, on ESPN. Yeah. You're going to need to get a login or something, Michelle. Shoot. Or like just live at tennis warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> Roll out a sleeping bag in the office. All of a sudden I work like nocturnal like hours. <laughs> um, yeah. Cause I'm definitely missing that like middle of the night rollover. Like, Oh, there's a good match going on, but we'll see. Yeah. So speaking of pro tennis, there have been a few players that have switched sponsors, switched rackets, switched shoes, switched clothing. And we are going to talk about that. This is going to be a two-part episode. We're splitting up the WTA and the ATP because we think there's been enough um, switches that we can fill two episodes with that content. So let's start ladies first, right? And I know yeah. you've been, like you said, you've been watching a ton of the matches. I don't know if you want to start with like the most, the biggest like switches, or if you want to start from like the top of the rankings, where do you want to start? Either way. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's up to you. I know just off the top of my head, one of the ones that first caught my eye uh, was Amanda Anisimova, which yes. has been getting some talk on our message boards and people trying to figure out what black racket she's using. Right. Um, I mean, it's pretty clear if you, if you look hard enough and you know, you check out the images, you'll see a red butt cap 
on the racket. So, you know, sounds like she's uh, trying out some Wilson. Which is so interesting. And we know that the off season is very short for these players and like COVID kind of threw a wrench in like scheduling and everything. But it, it do you find it interesting that she's kind of playing out with a blacked out racket before like two weeks before the Australian Open? Yeah, I, I mean, I know sometimes they try to get their testing in if they're thinking about switching or their contracts, you know, almost up, they might try to do it in the off season. I don't know if there's been a whole lot of time in the off season. Like, I mean, every year there's the off season's pretty short for tennis. So yeah, yeah, we'll see, but uh, yeah, blacked out racket with the Wilson butt cap and, you know, kind of doing some recon on the message boards and kind of just knowing some of the pro stock rackets. It uh, one thing that stood out when you closely look at the racket is it has the white, uh, grommet at the throat of the, okay. the, the, the mains, which indicates it potentially could be the steam uh, pro stock that a lot of the WTA Wilson girls use like Bedosa and Svitolina and Halep. And there's, there's quite a few out there that, yeah. that use a, a pro stock mold like that. So could be. Well, and I mean, not to be whatever, but she just won a tournament. So I feel like um, whatever she's doing seems to be working, but you watched her playing her matches pretty closely. And you kind of like were telling me about how like the first round she kind of, you kind of could sense that it was like a new racket. She's still getting the feel for it. Could you see her feeling more confident with her racket by the finals? I think so. Yeah, there definitely was a rough patch in there. And it's it's hard to say, you know, us tennis geeks or racket testers, you know, we see a new racket in their hand and like we, I, I myself or you guys might also, you know, kind of put yourself in their mindset like, oh, she's trying something out. Mm-hmm. You know, she's been using a pure drive for as long as we've seen her play on the on TV, on tour, you know, mm-hmm. so she's been using a pure drive for a really long time. And then you go to something else. It doesn't matter what it is you know, we switch rackets when we test and sometimes it's like a total mental thing. Like, Oh my God, I can't keep a ball on the court. So you never know if she's just, you know, getting her rhythm and kind of just tuning in her game with the early season, or it could be a little bit of both, you know, Oh, I got a new racket in my hand and you know, I might be struggling physically a little bit, but either way she got through a couple really close matches. I know one of her matches, she was down like a uh, love five in the third set and somehow Came back and won that's the crazy. match and then ended on <laughs> going on a couple more, a couple more wins to win the tournament. So yeah. Well, well, I guess stay tuned. Um, any idea if she's switched up her strings also? That I'm not sure of. It looks like it's a black string, so it could, could still be, be RPM. RPM, what she was probably used to when she was playing Babylon racket too. So that I that doesn't look like it, but okay. Well, that's it will be interesting to see if um if she goes back to the pier drive or she ends up in a new racket new brand it will be interesting i feel like she's one of those that like she has just always been a pier drive player so it's gonna be weird yeah yeah but, hey i'm all about trying to get dialed in and you know what the pier drive might just be too much for her so yeah sometimes you see these you know she's a pretty you know flat ball hitter yeah likes to go big you know put the ball away and it's like sometimes that can be a great pair with the pure drive as Michelle probably could detail <laughs> a lot for us. Right. But you know, it may be a little more control, maybe a little more flex in the racket. I don't know her exact layup of her setup, but might not be a bad thing, you know, something yeah. to give her just a little more control when she goes for those big winners. So we'll nice. see. We'll see. Okay. Well, a quick pivot to another American that we saw endorsing a new racket, Coco Goff. 
She's still oh, with yeah. Head. Yep. But she's endorsing the Head Boom MP. Yeah, yeah, I would assume it's the the MP that she's endorsing. Um, but yeah, that's kind of a um not a switch of a brand, but you know, within the same brand, she's been playing with Head. They got her out of the the speed uh, cosmetic, so to speak, and now into the the new fresh uh, boom. boom line. So, <laughs> uh, I'm here for it. I am excited to see her kind of like be in charge of a racket <laughs> in Sorry. heads. Yeah, exactly. It will be cool. And I think um, the audience that heads trying to reach with this racket falls right into that Coco Golf influence. She's just she's awesome. So I'm happy yeah. for her. Looks good out on the yeah. court. And yeah. she's going to be definitely, I mean, she just keeps getting better. And I think she's going to be top of the WTA tour pretty soon. So for sure. And um, I can give a quick shout out to the head bags, which I know there's been so many questions and we'll talk about this as we go. There's been a lot of delays based on manufacturing issues or um, all of all kinds of delays, but the head bags did get pushed back. They were supposed to come out in January. They're not coming out now until March based on what they've um, estimated. But I love the Coco Golf head bags and they're like really cool. And the updated version of her bag will match the head boom perfectly in my oh, opinion. Nice. Yeah. And I really just like, cause it's very simple styling, but still like really fresh and kind of like doesn't feel like a tennis bag. So Stay tuned for that. And with the colors, I'm assuming it's black with teal. Yeah. Sort of look. Could it be something that a uh, a man could carry? You oh, know? Yeah. Totally. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. And like that's the thing is this color is like that teal color seems to be um appreciated across the board, no matter male, female, alpha, beta. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know yeah. some of her like older stuff was kind of like a magenta pink, you yeah. know, it, which can be universal either way but mm-hmm. i'm looking forward to checking them out because i'm a i'm a fan of those bags yeah they're awesome and then um you have a bunch of head bags coming hopefully in march fingers crossed um yeah okay and Who then do- while, while we're talking about coco real quick yeah. um she's still new balance i know that we talked about she got a new training shoe like yeah court shoe that's specific for her mm-hmm. looks pretty sweet it's yeah. got uh, does it got some of that like fresh foam in it or something like that I don't know if it's exactly fresh foam. I want to say, okay, because like New Balance is always like their running shoes are always a little bit ahead yeah. of their tennis shoe technologies, like newer technology than fresh foam. Yeah, like the different midsole technologies or whatever. It's fuel cell. That's gotcha. It. Gotcha. And it's been inspired by her, which I think is cool. She literally like inspired this training shoe. And, you know, you guys out there are the kind of people that train for tennis, but like you're playing tennis, but you're also in the gym or you're running. And I think the shoe looks really cute off court, but also can be worn. Yeah. Training just getting after it. Yeah. And then for her, uh, her on-court shoe still nine, nine, six, I know they kind of slightly tweaked the upper recently or not too long ago. Right. So yes. Still rocking that out on court. Still rocking that. A little more support from that upper, which I know was probably the biggest um, critique in that shoe. Yeah. New Bows is bringing it with the colors and it looks really fresh. Really cool. Who's like the next biggest shift on the ladies side? Who have we seen? Jump ship. Kind of a, you know, pretty big name or has been uh, Daria Kazakina, Dasha Kazakina. Yeah. Um, 
is not using Technofiber. She Uh-oh. is, I think she's kind of like on the, which we'll talk about uh, maybe in the next one, but the Monfils brand of racket, the art, oh. I think it's possibly an Artango, I heard. Artango. Yeah. It's got that a different stencil than I've, I'm used to seeing. So, okay. but it's a black, it looks like it's blacked out or it might just be like a black paint job model that they sell, but uh, she definitely hitting with the new racket. And um, I know in her first tournament back, she, I think she lost to Annie Simova, mm-hmm. but yeah, she looked like, you know, maybe she was having a little struggle with her rhythm and her timing. Yeah. But uh, this, this second week now, uh, the tournament, she just playing in this week, which is like Adelaide number two or whatever it's called. <laughs> right. Um, she got a win. Yes. She took out. Uh, Kenan, right? Or was that? Yes. No. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's that's legit. I mean, that's a good win. Yeah, so, she seems to be um, getting dialed in. <laughs> Hello. Sorry. <laughs> no, that, like, kidding. was that like showing up in the background? I could kind of hear it, but okay, cool. <laughs> it's Sorry. All good. And also, I think she's still is she still rocking her Adidas stuff out there? I think she's still Adidas apparel because, like, towards the end of last year, she switched over to Adidas for apparel and shoes for Kazakina. Yes. Yeah, but new rack. It looks like trying out new rackets. So that's. I mean, it. It's nice. I guess this would be the time to try it out because, like, well, I, I just don't know. Maybe her contract with Technofiber is over right. or that type of thing. But um, totally. Yeah. Oh, I just saw another one. Sorry, I was just scrolling through some of the changes. And is it true Layla Fernandez is not wearing Asics apparel? Correct. From what I what I've seen image wise. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the stuff I've seen her like training in, it looks just like blank, like fitness apparel. But I guess people are saying that it's potentially Lululemon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she is Canadian and that's yeah. a Canadian brand. And there's a lot of ladies out there wearing um, a lot of Lululemon. Lululemon does different things with their sponsorships. And I think it depends on each little area. Um, but I know that they do sponsor some tennis players. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen like a couple players from australia or something using like lululemon i don't know if they have easier access over in australia for sponsorships or whatnot but um yeah supposedly it's lulu i haven't seen the actual lulu logo on her stuff it just looked blank to me okay but that's potentially what i've heard so out of out with asics yeah speaking of australians with lulu um what's her name who just got married just signed with Lululemon also. Is it Gaver, Gavrilova? Gavrilova? Yes. Yeah, yes. and she doesn't go by Gavrilova. Her last name she took on. She switched. <laughs> yeah, so I saw her play in a tournament. I was like, man, she looks familiar, you know? And then they, like, showed the highlights, and I was like, oh, that is Gavrilova. She's just <laughs> taking on her her married name now. Which he also is a player, right? What's, what's his last name? I'm not sh- sure if I can recall that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I know she also is wearing Lululemon. So yeah, they're showing up in the tennis world. They kind of like started building tennis clothes out a few years back. And then it seems like they like stop, but then I, it, I feel like they've re re-upped their passion for tennis. So we'll see. I know a uh, former play tester, Andy Gerst is a big advocate of the, of the men's Lululemon. He likes to wear their polos and stuff on court. So, you know, <laughs> Yeah, personally, I've never I've never worn any of the men's Lulu stuff. 
Um, but one brand that I do like, at least for the shorts, um, we carry them at runningwarehouse.com is the v- Viori, Viori, mm-hmm. Viori. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have like a couple pairs of their shorts and those are like really nice. They have like a nice uh, built-in compression short inside and those I also are pretty sweet. So here that are those the ones that make the joggers too that yes. everyone's obsessed with? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So interesting. Maybe we'll see them sponsoring tennis players soon. Yeah. Styling. Styling. Okay. So uh, another one that comes up, uh, Sophia Kinnan. Yes. As far as apparel goes, when she first, you know, started playing this year, I thought she was rocking her Fila stuff like usual. And it was just like, because a lot of times the Fila stuff, you can't really see the logo on the pro player stuff sometimes. But supposedly, uh, from what I read, I don't know if this source is 100% accurate, (laughs) but she ended the deal with Fila although she's still using the Fila Axelis two shoes on court. Um, supposedly she ended the deal with Fila and is going to sign with a brand called Pyrenetic. And the reason that sounds familiar and I heard of it before is because it's a brand started by another WTA player. Uh, her name's, uh, what's it? Satana Pironkova. Oh. Yeah, Pironkova. Yeah. Pironkova. Yeah, it's like her Bulgarian company for uh athleisure interesting yeah i feel like someone else was wearing it but i can't remember yeah (laughs) Yeah. but supposedly that's who kenan's gonna be using as an apparel sponsor do we know if she has like if they're good friends or like i'm not not 100 sure and i know perunkova was just on tour i know last year i don't know if she's still playing this year or not I know she's also uh, one of the WTA players out there that has a kid or has maybe a couple kids on tour or a couple moms on tour. Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm just looking at the website. It looks kind of cool. Sounds cool. It was founded in 2016. I, I'm always kind of one of those that likes something different. So yeah. sorry. Especially I mean, if it's like uh, something where you're working with another, you know, WTA players brand, that'd, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so that's the that's the rumor I read. I'm not 100% sure if that's accurate, but I did, you know, check out images of her apparel and it does look like it's blank stuff right now, like okay. it's blank skirts and tanks. So that's sounds cool. like she may she may be moving on. Nice. I mean, good for her. We'll see, obviously. Um, I was going to give a shout out to to one of the T-Dub sponsored players who just won a doubles t- title, Asia Muhammad. She's working with a brand and has helped create an athleisure line, which I think is cool because I'm like, I'm always about that athleisure life. (laughs) Yeah. What's the brand or lemons in laundry. And it's like elevated basics. It's super cute. She's been wearing it. I think she's been wearing it to play in. Um, And then I know she's like, I think she sent some to her friends as well. So of course that's, that's awesome. But it looks really great on her. It's very like simple, but clean. It looks very comfortable, like buttery soft. So I think that's awesome. Well, it's got lemons in the name, you know? So it I sounds know, like- I know. <laughs> I was like, Lululemon? No, lemons in laundry. And it sounds like, yeah, it sounds like she essentially like helped design it. And it says lemons by lemons in laundry by Asia Muhammad. She has her own line. So next drop, it says January, 2022. So check that out. Um, mm. Lemons, lemons, N, like the letter N, laundry.com. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. Try it out. Who else has made a switch? 
um, maybe a big name, maybe not a huge switch, but uh, I just noticed this morning watching highlights of Svitolina. Yes. She was playing against Maddie Keys. Unfortunately, you know, you know, Keys came out on top, depending on who you wanted to win in that match. <laughs> she switched uh, shoe model inside Nike. So she's kind of bounced around. She was like, before GP Turpo, she was a Zoom Zero girl. Mm-hmm. And then she moved, I believe, into at one point, try GP Turbo, which would be like the transition. But then I think she also had last year bounced around, tried Vapor, the Vapor Pro. Mm-hmm. Vapor X. Uh, and then the last shoe that she was consistently wearing was Vapor Cage. And now she's trying Vapor uh, React in XT. Oh, nice. Like one of your favorites. Yes. And, uh, the Sabalenka shoe. Sabalenka. Yes. Awesome. I think that's good. I need to see more pros wearing that shoe. Yeah. So nice. maybe she's just trying all the shoes that Nike has to offer, but um, <laughs> it seems like right now she's doing the React. And that, and I guess that's a good moment we can talk about. There's a couple of new shoes coming from Nike, which that could be a whole separate episode once we actually get the shoes in our hands and on our feet and we can talk about them better. But um, the GP Turbo is no longer going to exist in Nike's line. That has been dropped, discontinued. Sorry, it's yeah, gone. It's like, I'm kind of like tripping on that, you know? You're not the only one. I feel like people are like, oh my gosh, I need to buy as many as I can. However, yeah. I have high hopes for this update, the NXT Zoom, because it also has that full airbag. So yeah. I'm hoping it's like even more comfortable, but we'll see. Right. Like the concept of it, I've read the description and stuff. It's like, it seems like it's going to be just as good, maybe if not better, but you just never know. So you never know. And it looks like Osaka is still wearing the GP Turbo, but. And yeah. we'll get to the men in a bit. It looks like Tiafo made the switch. So, Uh-oh. yeah. <laughs> Big foe still Big on foe. the come up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now with his shoe more than ever. <laughs> Did we see any like big switches from like Adidas to Nike or Nike to Adidas or someone? Not new? so much that, yeah. you know, has been made clear yet. And I mean, there's still going to be some stuff probably happening once AO starts, you know, that's yeah. when the, the big drop comes, you know, all the big draw of 128 players but yulia we were talking about this earlier yulia putin seva yes which which was one of our favorite players to watch uh, yes. up in silicon valley at the mubadala mubadala but uh she i don't know what apparel she maybe was rocking last year if she had a set apparel but she was in asic shoes she was rocking gel res eights she was and her, her racket of choice was pure drive she's babalot but uh, apparel-wise now, she's moving. She, I guess she got sponsored with K-Swiss. Yes, I love so that. I think she's going to be apparel, K-Swiss, and shoe. Not sh- quite sure what shoe yet. I would assume coming from Joe Rez, maybe like Ultra Shot. But you never know. She might be testing Hypercourt Supreme or some of their other models too. Now, can you remember that list of pros that is with K-Swiss? Because there were a couple others, and maybe it's more on the men's side, and we'll get there. Where there were a couple others that I thought... Maybe we saw, oh, Lauren Davis, I think. Yes. <laughs> is switching or has switched to K-Swiss, which I'm happy to see her there. Yeah, so supposedly she's on the list with K-Swiss, right? Yeah. And then I want to say another one, possibly, and I might be wrong, uh, Allison Risk. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I yes. saw her practicing and she had, I'm pretty sure I wanted to say it was K-Swiss. I didn't think it was New Balance. I was pretty sure it was K-Swiss. So. I feel like she would fit both brands, but yes, I'm pretty sure you're right. It's K-Swiss. Yeah. Did Isla 
is she still wearing oh yeah she's one that we haven't talked about yet but um she's still as of right now from what i recall is wearing her k-swiss shoes okay the ultra shot threes but she has a new apparel sponsor and we actually carry this apparel right now we only have it in men's but i think we are getting women's eventually okay it's the one with the penguin on it yeah yeah do you know, know the name of it exactly is it penguin i think or... it's penguin okay. right <laughs> I, was, I wasn't sure <laughs> i would assume so but i'm pretty sure and um from what i understand i think she'll continue to wear case with shoes for her footwear okay yes yes I don't know a ton about the brand, but I did start checking out the men's apparel that we carry. And it seems like they make some really nice like polos kind of giving me a little bit of the Travis Matthew style uh-huh. vibes. So I don't know if they're like big in golf too, or I may be completely wrong, but I thought that this was an Italian brand. Maybe. Um, I don't I mean, know. she does. She does have ties to the Italians. <laughs> She does. Who we'll get to that in the next episode. Um, yeah, it's very like classic, almost like Ralph Lauren vibes. Okay, maybe I don't know. Polo swag. Yeah, a little polo swag, right? Okay. In 1955, an ambitious salesman traveled to NYC on a sales trip. With time to kill before his flight home, he decided to pop into a local bar for a few whiskeys. Little did he hey, know his next steps would stumble into history. Taking a wrong turn down a Manhattan street, he oddly found himself outside a taxidermy shop. Deciding what? he needed a drinking buddy for the flight, he bought a penguin and named him Pete. At some point during the flight, and after another cocktail or three, he accidentally knocked the head off of Pete the Penguin. This is this story is wild. Yeah, this might be made um, up. This is legit from the I'm website. Just kidding, I'm just um, a golf shirt embroidered with Pete's likeness was synonymous with the League of Legends, including Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Arnold Palmer, and Clint Eastwood. Today, original Penguin embodies a mix of iconic American sportswear with modern-minded style into a diverse range of products for a full lifestyle brand. Made for originals by originals. Okay, <laughs> there you go. There you have it. Welcome. So I guess Welcome. the polo with the crocodile on it isn't the only, you know, cool one anymore. We got a That's penguin. Not. Got a penguin. I love it. I kind of like that story. I'm I'm curious to see her um wearing it and rocking it. Do we have any like big racket switches? I don't think we can like completely talk about it. And I don't think she has shown up with a new racket yet in her hands, but I know there was a lot of talk and chatter about the Bethany Maddox Sands racket Ooh. switch. Do you have any more insight that you are able to share with us? I don't <laughs> No, Um, yeah, the whole BMS story. Um, no, I mean, at one point, there was a racket that she kind of had like narrowed down when she did her, some of the original testing, like mm-hmm. last year at a BMP when it seems like crazy to say last year, BMP because it was only like a few months ago, I guess. But yeah, she kind of had one like that was like, she was kind of smitten on, but um, I guess the story's changed and she's trying more and different things now. I do know she does her customization through Roman Prokes, RPNY, which is pretty big name and like racket customization along with like Priority One and some of the other ones out there. But um, as far as like an actual one we can name, I don't think she, she's she uh, still to be ter- determined. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. And um, with that, there were a few comments that continue to pop up 
people were very confused as to why she was trying those specific rackets. Those were actually the rackets that she asked to try and demo. So there's that. Um, there is that video of her pure arrow that some of us got to play test out in the desert a couple of years back now that does reference her specs of choice back then. I would assume they're probably similar now, but she did also kind of customize those rackets to what she likes. So she was setting herself up for success, but you know, making a racket switch is a big deal. And everyone was like, well, why is she switching? Well, why did any of us switch rackets? Yeah. Obviously she was looking for something. It sounds like a little more control and feel in my opinion, but I don't know. So we'll, we'll be interesting to see what she ends up playing with. <laughs> we'll see. Beth always, we love to stay tuned and see what, what she's got, whether it's a new racket, new outfit, new hair. Yeah. She's always, oh, she does got new hair. I just saw <laughs> she got a new style. She going like red, a little yeah. bit of red. So yeah. 2022, she's bringing it. I mean, she there always brings it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but other than that, you know, besides uh, like Kazakina leaving Technofiber, supposedly it looks like, or uh, maybe like any Samova, yeah. uh, potentially leaving Babolat. Um, trying to think. Oh, there's another young up and coming player, mm-hmm. Ukra- Ukrainian, uh, Marta Kostyuk. Okay. I think she's she did really well last year. I think she got possibly like inside the top 50 or close to it. And uh, she was Yonex. She had been Yonex for a while. I think her last racket was uh, like an E zone 98 or 98 plus. It looks like she might play extended, okay. which, you know, close to my heart. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's currently playing with a blade V8 right now. Or oh, interesting. At least blade V8 cosmetics. And it looks like it potentially could be an extended, you know, version or pro stock, whatever. But, you know, she's been playing with that lately. So that was the other thing I would assume most of the players have transitioned into new models if they were available. Do you see anyone that hasn't transitioned, whether it's like old E-Zone, old Blade? It still seems like there's a decent amount of old Blades out there. There's always a few that... The pro uh, staff. (laughs) Yeah, whether it's the... I don't know if it's the brand's decision or the player's decision to just not want to get the, the new cosmetic or the new update. I'm trying to think right now if there's, I know like last year, for specifically just talking about WTA, like uh, Krajikova, who in, ended the, the the year at like number two in the world or three in the world, and she was like number one in doubles or like, oh, she yeah. was like top three yeah. in both, which is crazy. Uh, Krajikova won the French Open last year. She was using like the old extreme yeah. cosmetic still, like from like two generations ago or right? two or three. And then like Elise Mertens. She was still using like the old speed okay. cosmetic, the 360, not the 360 plus. There was another speed girl. Oh, uh, Carolina Mukova, Muchova, Mukova. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I don't like the botch names, but <laughs> she was still like in the old 360 speed cosmetic. So I don't know if they're finally going to get the updated ones or not yet. We'll see. Yeah. But there's always a few like that that are like still using like old paint jobs i mean if you want to talk about like an extreme case uh what's her name <laughs> one of our favorite in-house players uh shay shway <laughs> i was just pulling up the devil's yeah. rank games and she was like <laughs> what is she ranked uh three <laughs> three in the world yeah and she's still at least the last matches from last year like not even a few months ago she's using 
the Yonex V-Core Dual G, I want to say, cosmetic. Oh, yeah. And like, don't put a pastor to wear like a Nike visor and an Adidas top. And yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. She's like the ultimate of like, I'll wear what I what I like. Ultimate, like, look like a weekend warrior, <laughs> but top top of the world ranking. Right. Totally. She's she's, she's so tough. Yeah. I was looking to see um, on the double side if there were any. Was there anyone we could chat about that's made a big switch? Okay. Got some strong American ladies in the top 20 of doubles. Oh, yeah. Well, and Czech and Japanese. Couple, a couple of There's our a, players, right? Team T-dubbers? We got some team T-dubbers. Uh, rounding out the top 20, we've got Alexa Garachi. We've got Desiree Kravchuk. We've got, we could count Beth, Bethany Maddox-Sands. New addition to the crew is Juliana Olmos. Olmos? How do you pronounce Juju? Yeah. Yeah. Juju's in there. She's 19 right now. So. And then Louisa, did she hold her ranking or did it drop? Yeah. No, surprisingly, she is at number 10. Yeah. I saw she was running, jogging on a treadmill this past week. So I'm like hoping she's good to go at least by the clay swing. So the doubles. Obviously, it's always fun for us. A lot of our listeners play only doubles. So hopefully we can watch more doubles at these tournaments. Keep keep showing us doubles, ESPN and Tennis Channel. We're into it. <laughs> I saw a match this morning or highlights uh, of Elena Ostapenko. Oh, yeah. And I think she's still with her Wilson racket. But um, she, her apparel, she's not Adidas. She's not rocking Adidas apparel That's right now. I was going to ask. She had barricades on her. I think not barricades, sorry. Her like soul match bounce or whatever the Adidas shoe she plays in, uh-huh. but she had like blank apparel. I couldn't figure out what it was or if she's moving on to some brand we don't know of, but didn't have Adidas gear on. So that's very interesting. She was, I mean, she won the French open and then she didn't. So <laughs> um, I could see her contract not being renewed, but I don't know. We'll see. I hope she, Yeah. Hey, off the tour speaking, I saw, you know, my favorite, one of my favorite WTA players of all time. <laughs> okay, it's time to talk about Maria Sharapova. Queen Maria Sharapova. What was she wearing? Um, I, I don't know. She was wearing some, her Nike. I was going to say, she'll have Nike leisure stuff, but yeah. uh, she was still rocking the instinct out there and she was doing some sort of uh, event or exhibition or practice session. I don't know, but she posted pictures recently and it was like still out there with her instinct. Did she get the updated paint job? I couldn't quite <laughs> tell. I just knew it was the, that bright blue instinct. Okay. But you know, okay, I'm sure, I'm sure she's still striking it nice and clean, you know, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure. And I'm sure she's probably wearing vapor pros out there. Yeah, and you know she's still training. She's still she's rocking the bala. I was say with her bala know. bands. Yes, so. I joined the bala team. See, <laughs> I I'm all in. I love my bala bracelets. I wear them to yoga at least twice a week. <laughs> it's a cool brand. Okay, Maria, we got it. We got it. It was on yeah. Shark Tank. I think that's how she found them. But yeah. Um, I feel like there's probably like an obvious one that we haven't talked about, but I don't think so. There has been some chatter about Radakanu's racket. Potentially like switching? Or? Yeah, I thought, or maybe, maybe not, but I thought yeah. there was. I mean, she should be due for the V8 mm-hmm. blade cosmetic, which I thought I saw her using. Okay. But as far as like 
the racket, I kind of mentioned it earlier, what maybe Anisimova's trying is like a, supposedly like a, it's a Wilson Steam 100. I guess that's the closest retail racket that ever existed that yeah. would be uh, kind of like a pro stock. It's like 100 square inches, 16 by 20 pattern, which is a little unique. And the thing that's weird, if you look at, you know, you do your recon, the throat grommets are little white grommets. And I don't know why they can't just make black ones. So it's not as obvious, <laughs> but um, that's one way. Yeah, that's one way that it kind of <laughs> stands out. So it seems like that's a racket that's pretty popular with the WTA pro players from Wilson, like Svitolina, Halep, nice. poten- potentially any Sumova now. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's a few. Um, cool. I think then that wraps it up for WTA. and. Um, oh, bold prediction. It's, we have enough time. Uh, who on the women's side will win the Australian Open? Dang. I mean, That's a big just like, prediction. boom, right off the top of my head, you know. Oh, maybe you do or don't. It's on my playtester profile, but I love Ashley Barty. I mean, we all okay. like Ash, Ash Barty. She just won the Adelaide week number one or whatever tournament that was. Um, she's looking like she's gaining momentum and playing oh, well. Yeah. Who's your dark dark horse? You can have an obvious and a dark horse. Dark horse. I already know. Probably no, maybe not. But I feel like I know who you would say. Well, and like I love Ash Barty because she like just won a tournament and then she's like, okay, I'm gonna take this week. She pulled out of the current warm up tournament, which like makes so much sense. It's, yeah. it's just she constantly seems to like have a good head on her shoulder. Yeah, I think Ego was one of the girls she beat in the tournament, mm-hmm. and she pulled out of the second week. I guess she had like a a rib or like a abdominal type twinge or something. So she's going to rest up and oh, dark horse. That's tough. Dark horse. Uh, Come on. Your girl Bedosa. She finished 2021. Yeah, pretty strong. I mean, she's like a pretty strong. <laughs> that, that's like a pretty strong feeling that she probably going to make like a quarter or semi, you know, mm-hmm. to win, to win it potentially. Mm-hmm, we'll see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know. What do you think about Coco Golf? Is she ready? I don't think she's ready. Uh, I think uh, I think she's getting there. I think anything can happen. And I think if it did happen, it would be maybe what they call a little bit of luck of the draw, something opening up on her side. She's getting hot. You know, it, take, it could take a few things to happen and she could win something, whether it's going to be right now at Australia or maybe even on like the clay, that might be a little more of an option. I, I don't know. It's hard to say right now about Coco, but. She's definitely she's definitely looking good and she's yeah. still so young. What is she yeah. like barely 17? Yeah. I think she turns yeah, she'll turn 18 in March maybe. Yeah. I have to ask. We haven't brought her up. Do we think Osaka mentally and physically will be able to make it if she makes it to the second week? I mean, yeah. she just pulled out of that tournament due to injury. She hasn't been competing a bunch, but she seems like she's ready to go but she, i don't know yeah i mean I, I never want to doubt her because she can get hot in them mm-hmm. in a major like we've seen before and mm-hmm. she'll just play really really well especially as the tournament goes on so it's hard to say i haven't seen her really grind any matches so it's hard to say physically where she's at but uh you know she's one of those players that like you know is so to herself and in the zone sometimes that it's hard to like really say you know she couldn't do it yeah. Okay. Well, stay tuned. Well, yeah. hopefully this, I think this episode will probably come out before the Australian Open starts. Well, that's actually next week. So we'll see <laughs> Maybe yeah. in the middle of the Australian Open, but good to know. Um, you heard it here first, uh, Ash Barty. Troy's calling Ash Barty to win. Well, I mean, <laughs> come on. 
that's, that's who I, I like. Who and wouldn't? I would, definitely would like to see. Uh, but did you ever state your dark horse? No, I don't. I feel like I just love the same players and then, you, okay, dark horse. And you're going to say, oh, she's not a dark horse because whatever. But she has not had a breakthrough mentally. Sabalenka. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, she's, 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 good enough. she's good enough. She gets on a hot streak. That's the thing is like, how do you put the number two ranked player as the dark horse? She's not. But I mean, in my opinion, she still needs to like kind of mentally mature to get to a Grand Slam championship. But I'd like to see it happen. And then uh, when you did bring up Bedosa, another mm-hmm. one that finished the year pretty strong that maybe doesn't get talked about all the time is uh, Contivate. Okay. Annette yeah. Contivate. She's a really solid player. So she definitely could be one of those like in the final four or the, the last eight, you know, she's definitely there. Yeah. Uh, she's, like she's literally ranked seven. That's yeah. crazy. Because she made it to the World Tour final. And yeah, she, she ended the year pretty strong. So. Wow. Okay. And we got Mar- Muguruza. We didn't even mention her. Yeah. Muguruza won the World Tour final. <laughs> um, you know, Sakari's always Sakari, she's up always there. Swytag, Badosa, and then Ons Jabur closes out the top 10. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. She's awesome to watch too. And seems like everyone loves her. Is Halep playing? I have not heard. I assume so. Yes. I think okay. I have seen. She's right now ranked 15. Yeah. And then Pavi. I won't even pronounce her last name because I always Pavlyuchenkova. <laughs> she had tested positive early when she got to Australia, but I would assume she's going to be fine. She had a great year. She finished. She's right now sitting at number 11. Rabakina. Yeah. Kenan, Halep, Osaka, Svitolina, Kerber, Radakandu, Coco Goff, and Mertens. That wraps up the, that's the top 20. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. These are all like really solid <laughs> players. So, yeah. So it will be interesting. But you never know. It might just be the party party. The party party. <laughs> I think we all want to get to that party. Like, yeah, she's right. The best. I'll she celebrate with her. So chill. So chill. So awesome. And she had such a rough like 2021. I would love for her to like win and be able to celebrate at home with her yeah. people. She was like literally <laughs> gone from her home for like what? How many months straight? Like eight. I don't yeah. know. Nine. Yeah. <laughs> she left Australia and like didn't come back until the end of the year. <laughs> Talk about dedication, man. Wild. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, we're going to end this episode here and then we're going to go talk about the men on the next episode. And just a little tease. I also want to bring up Mizuno because there's been lots of questions of that. And we might even talk a little bit about a new pure arrow. So go check out the next episode and thanks for listening and send any questions our way. And let us know if you saw any other gear switches that we missed. You can email us at podcast at tennis-warehouse.com, tennis. <laughs> or you can always comment on YouTube or wherever you'll find us, I'm sure. But until next time, happy hitting. Peace. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you download your episodes. And be sure to visit our websites for all of the tennis deals at tenniswarehouse.com, tenniswarehouseeurope.com, and tennisonly.com.au. Hope you enjoyed this episode, and until next time, happy hitting. Oh, I just saw another one. Sorry. I would just get, I'm like a squirrel and have no like, or a dog that has like no... (laughs) Anyways, that was a bad analogy. Darren, you can remove that.